good Tuesday evening. Welcome to another edition of the DC Sports Rundown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG on this beautiful Take Your Pants Off Tuesday. And I say that because of what happened last night. My Washington football team defeated the previously undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers 23 to 17, which I prophesied two weeks ago. Let's go. I am happy as hell to say that, um, to bring that up. Uh, we'll get into that later on down the line. But first and foremost, going to start it off talking DC, talking uh, Wizards, and wondering what in the world are these Wiz kids going to do this upcoming season? Uh, word on the street is they had their first practice uh, yesterday, photo session and everything. And Russ took to the court, set the tone during practice, and got it in. Uh, beautiful to see. Um, he looks like he's happy. Not gonna jinx it and be like, "Oh yeah, it's a marriage made in heaven." I'm not gonna do none of that. We not gonna we not going that route. Uh, but for now, it looks good. Uh, talk to BJ. What was that last week? We were talking about it, and we were saying middle of the pack. Um, middle of the pack, fifth, sixth seed. Uh, just trying to see. Where in the world they would end up. I'm still feeling the same way. We don't know for sure. Uh, who's going to be. On this team. Uh, who's going to be. You know. You know. Pretty much. Kind of can sort of flesh out. Who your starter's going to be. I got to say this. I think Hachimura. Is going to move up to the starting position. Uh, Denny Avija. I think he'll come off the bench. He'll probably be sixth or seventh. Um, I think Lopez will come off the bench. I think Thomas Brown will be your center. Uh, Bertans uh, at your power. Because, I mean, he's making 80 million. You're not making 80 million coming off the bench. Five years, 80 million. You're not, they're not coming off the bench. Um of course, your backcourt of Bill and uh, Brody. <sighs> now it's just a point of finding who you're going to start. You know, if you're going to put Hachimura in the starting lineup, that means Troy Brown's coming off the bench. So Hachimura is going to be probably your small forward. You know, he could, he can probably play both forwards. So him and Bertans can be, you know, back and forth. Now, with that being said, uh, me and BJ, we talked about it, and we said it straight up. This is a middle of the pack team, and they need—they're gonna—they're missing a piece, and I think they—they need missing. I'm not gonna say a second score because Bill's your second score. West, Westbrook is is your number one option. That's first and foremost. Let's just put that out there. But he can't you know, dominate the ball to the point where he's getting a rebound. You know how he rebounds. I got it. I got it. And he breaks out on a break and, you know, it's a breakaway dunk. You're still down by 27. We can't have that happen. Uh, to be quite honest, I love the team. You know, just to, just looking at the makeup of the team that uh, Washington has. <sighs> 45 games at best. Now, if they jail early, stay healthy, they could exceed that. But I'm not calling that. I'm saying 45 games right about now. Uh, fifth, sixth seed. You know, if other teams got injuries, okay, fine. They uh, They move up. 
but that has to has to ha actually happen. But we don't know. We don't know what your top tier teams are going to do. We don't know what uh, Milwaukee's going to do. Toronto, uh, Philadelphia. Now James Harden. Speaking of Westbrook, Westbrook's gone out of Houston. James Harden didn't even show up for the first day of camp. They say he showed up now. But here's the thing. He wants out. He's saying that he wants to be traded to the 76ers or contender. And it all it all always comes back to LeBron. LeBron goes to the West and everybody running to the East. So it's crazy. It's funny to me, but I want to see what they do with this season. Um <laughs> I'm 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 kind of uh shaky at best if they'll do anything more than 45 games. So but I had to throw that out there. Um maybe we'll come back we'll to come it. Back to uh and <laughs> we're joined by none other than my my little one, ain't little no more, B17, got his money from Mitch. About to drive his little elbow around the school and stuff, and you know, picking up girls. One of my young savages. I, I can't call him the little guy, but hey, my son Dario's first time out the gate tonight. Welcome, son. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, it's good to be here. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but just fine. Okay. Uh, now, it's good to be here. That's good. That's good. Now, Uncle BJ, Uncle Jim, Uncle Junie, uh, everybody's on special assignment. I see Delante's here. I uh, hope you're feeling better, Delante. Um, even your auntie's here. You, you got you got family here, so no 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 pressure, no pressure. But now I'm talking Wizards real quick. With the team that the Wizards have, how many games do you think they could win this season? Um, well, out of all the games, I think they can wear uh, win a fair amount. Especially, you know, since they have, you know, Westbrook now, you know, he he's always been a good scorer, and then they have Bradley Bradley Bill, so you know he's he's always he's also been a good scorer, and I think Breton's uh might uh, do better this year. Okay, do you think Westbrook and Bill together? Well, do you think they'll average? 30 points apiece. Um, I wouldn't say 30 points apiece, maybe like together. Uh, but like a piece, uh, it's, it's a little too much, especially like in the uh, beginning of the year. Well, you know, Bill averaged 30 last year. I think Westbrook averaged 30 last year. And I told Uncle BJ this. The backcourt of Westbrook and Bill is going to be one of the highest scoring backcourts in the league. But like I told Uncle BJ, that's not going to translate to wins because the Wizards were outscoring. They were scoring 130 points for like a 10 to 15 game stretch last year before the, um, you know, before the pandemic really hit hard. But they weren't winning. It's cool if you score 130, but it doesn't count. The other team scores 131. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it's going to be. This is going to be a, a a running and gunning team. But uh, I don't see them translating many wins until they learn how to slow down, play a half-court game, and ball out. But you got you to gotta play within the system in order – Excuse me, in order to win. So, but let's switch gears and get the people what they want. Last night was an epic night. Our Washington football team at four and seven went in to Heinz Field in Pittsburgh and took the previously undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers and made them 11 and oops 
Uh-oh. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> 2317. Victory. Um, I talked to you earlier. You said you watched you watched the game. First thoughts right off the break. What was you thinking? Um, the beginning, I was like, oh, man, it's just not looking good. And then, you know, towards the end, I'm like, yeah, we got this. Right after the field goal and it was uh, 20 to um, 17, I was like, yeah, we, we, we definitely win as long as they play it right. I'm going to tell you something. For this game, I was on pins and needles. And your auntie's in here. I don't even think Pac- Pacquiao ain't said nothing to me all day. I think she's a little upset with me. Because I, I gave her and Cousin Peaches the business. I told y'all we was going to win. The prophecy was, and if you go back and listen to, it was a short episode. I think it was uh, maybe three minutes. Three minutes and some change that I posted this morning on uh, Sideline Junction. You can hit on, on Spotify, Anchor, whatever you listen to your podcast on. It's very short. It was just my thoughts that I recorded last night to the guys after I calmed down. And the prophecy was, if Washington beat Cincinnati, they beat Dallas on Thanksgiving. Pittsburgh beat uh, Baltimore, which was supposed to be on Thanksgiving, but it wasn't on Thanksgiving because of the COVID. So what happened was... Oh, little sister coming in to bother big brother. What happened was it pushed the Steelers out to Sunday. Then it pushed them out to Monday. Then Tuesday, then Wednesday. The Steelers went into that game and they struggled. And a lot of people say, well, it was a practice squad. uh, A practice squad Ravens team. I don't want to hear that. That's a professional team. They struggled to beat them. They beat them 19-14. I said they beat the Ravens. They're going to come into this game short week, tired, depleted, and we we had a chance. What sealed the deal, and I tweeted it out earlier, Jay Glazer said it himself yesterday on uh, NFL Fox pregame. Everybody picked the Steelers to beat Washington. He said, it's like whenever we all pick the same team, the other team wins, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the Steelers. Right then and there, when he picked the Steelers, that sealed the fate. That sealed the fate. I knew the prophecy was going to come true. That is what you call manifestation, baby. Now, Alex Smith is possibly going to be your comeback player of the year. He was 31 of 46, 296 and for one touchdown. Uh, Peyton Barber, 14 carries, 23 yards and a touchdown. Antonio Gibson went out, uh, possible turf toe. Um, I haven't heard anything on that just yet, how long he's going to be out, but he's possibly going to be day-to-day. Uh, that's a injury that you really have to watch because it can linger for days, weeks, months, sometimes even years. Uh, arthritis can set in that big toe, and it could it could really mess with your career. Um, J.D. McKissick, five carries, eight yards. Logan Thomas went out and had himself a game yesterday. Nine catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. But let's not forget, they were covering McLaurin. They were, you know, pretty much they were stuffing uh, Gibson when he was in the game. They were keying on him, which I said they were going to do. We had to find somebody else who stepped up. Logan Thomas stepped up, and of all, my man. Cam Sims, five catches, 92 yards, plus a beautiful one-handed grab on the sideline. I I, I can't even be mad at it. Uh, J.D. McKissick had 10 catches for 70 yards. But then the defense, the defense, they were sending the four rushes. Oh, four rushes all night. Now, you know for a fact, we love the blitz. We love the blitz. They didn't. They blitzed very seldom last night. No sacks on Big Ben, but Pittsburgh has seven drop passes. Then it was the tip by Montez Sweat. The tip, which turned into the pick by John Bostic. It don't get no better than that. It, it, it does not get any better than that. 
three plays later, we're up by six. And we ran enough time off the clock to kick it off. They had, what, two plays and couldn't get it down the field. Game over. Washington wins. Um, As a Washington fan, Dario, coming out of that game, it's like snatching the, 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 the W from the lion's mouth. How did you feel about that? Oh, I was excited. Like when I um when I saw them, they went up six. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's game over. It's it's no way they're coming back after that." And like I uh, I kind of yelled. <laughs> well, we got a call in from the man of the hour. You know him as Uncle Delante, but I know him as the man of the hour. Delante, you are live, brother. Can y'all hear me? You there? Yes. Yeah. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, Dario, what's good? Nothing. What's good? Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing, man. Let me uh congratulate the Washington team for uh for winning. I'm gonna call it an upset. You know what I'm saying? That was that was a good quality win for real. I think Pittsburgh they they played like they they overlooked y'all. I think they, I think they overlooked y'all, and I, you know, I think they was, they was like, ah, you know, we, we are going to make the playoffs. But I think, you know, they, they, and they were up fourteen nothing, so they got comfortable. But you know, y'all, y'all was hungry, man. So props to y'all for winning. As far as Pittsburgh, um, and it's no diss, you know, and shout out to the homies, uh, Julian and Jim. I, I think. Then they got some more. I think they got probably two more losses coming because they they got a brutal uh, four game stretch to end the season. So I think they're gonna go two and two. Finish up. But man, that was that was a good one for y'all. I think I got them winning the division. I don't see the Giants winning. You know what? Not not. Looking too far ahead. Now we're tied with the Giants, and the only reason why the Giants are in front of us is because they beat us both head-to-head matchups. So right now, if the season ended today, the Giants would have the division. That's fine. But now I got to look at the Giants' schedule, and I'll do that now. But the Giants have to possibly win out. They do. To keep pace because we have, and I say we, the Washington football team has San Francisco, Seattle, Carolina, and then the Eagles. If they could pull out three of those four games and finish eight and eight, and I'm just saying three to four, I don't care what three, the division is ours. I'm not going to say the P word. The P word will not be uttered on this podcast. As far when we're talking about Washington football team, the P word cannot be uttered on this podcast. It cannot be uttered in this house. Until we've clinched, that's when the P word can be uttered. But I, I, I going into this game and being able to beat Pittsburgh, and I, it feels good to say that. You know, this is a take your pants off Tuesday. So I, I, I feel good. Taking my pants off today. Victory Tuesday. Take your pants off Tuesday. I'm loving it. And there's nothing in the world that can stop this feeling. Because we weren't supposed to go in there and win this game. We did. That is amazing. Now, the Giants have the Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens, and the Cowboys Hmm. left. They're going to win one game. Watch. And that's, that one that's, game, that's it may be against Dallas. Maybe. I don't have them beating Arizona. I don't have them beating Cleveland because Cleveland's hot right now. I don't have them beating the Ravens because the Ravens are going to rebound. You know, the Ravens will stumble a little bit in the season, and then they'll catch back up. Yeah, for them, that starts tonight. So, so we'll, we'll see. 
I'm 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 feeling confident. Um, I'm not cocky. This does not mean you know we're going to the show. We're going to the ship. No. And anybody in Washington football team nation, I want to say the other words so bad, but I know we've retired it, so I won't say it. But get that the thoughts of the second season and the p word and. The, the, the ship, I'm not even going to call it by its name because I don't want to bring it up. I don't want to get it in nobody's forefront. Get it out of your mind because we still got tough sledding to go. Um, We got four games left in the season. And we need to win three of those four because we got the Saints at 10-2. and two. They're still winning. They're winning without uh, 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 Drew Brees. You still got the Packers. The Rams are stumbling a little bit, but they still out there. The Giants are your fourth, uh, your fourth um division leader. Uh, then you also got the Seahawks, who are eight and four, and they're they're trying to move up to uh take over the NFC West. And they got a chance to do it. And no, Pacquiao will not keep my pants on. It's a victory Tuesday, pants off Tuesday. Instead of take your pants off Monday, it's take your pants off Tuesday. So, and I got got to give a big shout out to Ron Rivera on this one. Um, Just the simple fact that he's got us believing in ourselves and the second half adjustments. You see a different team in the second half every game. And the second half adjustments. Um, the way this team is playing. It's been a long time since we've seen a play like this. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Alex Smith, man. That dude better be the comeback player of the year. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, that's 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 a, that's a chewing, no-brainer, like all of that. Like this dude, he came in. I think he, he might be a, a, a good chunk of the reason. I don't want to say good chunk of it. I don't want to take anything because from that defense of yours, but he's a, a good part of the reason why this is a resurgence in in, 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 in Washington. So I, I got to salute Alex Smith. Most definitely. What about you, Dario? Um, you know, just the whole team in general. After the second half, like the first, the first half. <laughs> I, I I get what you're saying. <laughs> oh my god, little sister won't be big brother. That's all I need. Um, after the first half, it was you know I you know you would think that they would say uh, there was no way we can come back after this, but like they came back and did it. Like they did, they they beat an undefe- uh, undefeated team, and. Yeah. You know, normally people after one half be like, oh, this is over. But, like, they persevered and they overcame and won. Well, you would think it was over playing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. They are 109-1-1 with a 14-plus point lead. Now make them 109-2-1. And And also 11 and oops. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But I, I I love saying that because I, I had that set up. I was like, we're going to do this. And I felt confident the way the offense played, the defense played. But I'm not taking anything away from Pittsburgh. I'm not saying, well, Pittsburgh's done. They're this, they're that. Nah. But it was Pittsburgh. And I believe you said this, Delonte. Pittsburgh is not a team that focuses on going undefeated the whole entire season. They're a team that's focused on Winning as many games they can, if they can get home field advantage, you know how how it is to have home field advantage. Delonte, your team has had home field advantage over the years. And when they come to mile high, it's cold. You might get a snowstorm. You might get a blizzard. But that game's going to get played. It's like that in, in, in Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh. And, you know, when that wind starts swirling in Heinz Field, you got that open end of the field, and it's the end of the game, and they making you kick into the open end of the field, so you never know which way the ball's going to go. So that's a home field advantage that they have. So 
them going 15 and one, I can dig it. I knew they were going to lose a game, and I had hoped all season once they got to about eight and zero. I said, yeah, I hope that their first loss is against my Washington football team. And damn it, it was. How sweet it is. You must be a psychic. I don't know. A psychic, clairvoyant, I'm something. (laughs) But looking at this, it's still tough sledding for Washington because in order to even sniff the wild, in order to sniff the second season, I'm not going to say the P word, they still have to beat the 49ers, who's five and seven also. Uh, Carolina's four and eight, so they can't lose to Carolina. Um, who else did I say? The Eagles are three and eight, three, eight, and one. They gotta beat them. And Seattle. And and Seattle, who's all, Seattle's eight and four. And they had a rare loss against the Giants. So that's gonna be the game. That's the Seattle yeah. game. Yeah, and you already know if you've lived in this area for the last seven, eight years. No, no, take that back. Eight, nine years. You know there's bad blood between Washington and Seattle. Uh that twenty twelve um playoff game. And I can say that because that's a pass game, but that twenty twelve playoff game. We were up, what, 14 nothing. RG3 kind of tweaked his knee. Didn't want to come out, and he kind of, you know, they were done. We had Seattle down. They had the rights. And when RG3 tweaked his knee on that t- touchdown run, he should have came out right then and there, let Captain Kirk save it, and keep it moving. But he stayed in, wound up tearing his ACL in that game. And it's like the, the, the energy of the team went downhill. Richard Sherman decided to get up on the bench and bye. Won't y'all go ahead and start for your cause now? Don't want to miss the traffic. And he was mouthing off, and Trent Williams punched him in his goddamn mouth. Now, now granted, I love Richard Sherman. I got way more respect for him. But at that very moment right there, I hated his ass. Don't ever come in our house and talk shit like that. And you caught a right hand in your mouth for talking shit like that. And I agreed with that. Now them two are uh, teammates now, so that's crazy. <laughs> but hey, you know it's bad blood it. between us and Seattle. But we can't overlook the 49ers. And the 49ers lost to BJ's Buffalo Bills last night. Yeah, I think I watched some of that also. Now that 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 was a game also. But we gotta watch out for the 49ers defense. And the 49ers defense is something to respect. I think our defense is better. So if if Jimmy G doesn't come back and they start Mullins, I expect our front seven to get at least seven to eight sacks on Mullins. I want to pay them back for what the fuck they did to us last year in the rain. They embarrassed (laughs) us last year. Hey, hey, uh, hey, KG. Yo. Can I, uh, my bad, not the break. Um, we had a little quick breaking news. Not, uh, not the my bad that we're cutting you off. Okay. Des Bryant is is a, a split last second uh, scratch because uh, he tested positive for COVID. God dang on it. He was on the field warming up and everything, and I guess they they have a new protocol where they have to test the players before they actually. You know, pad up and everything, and he tested positive, so he will not be playing tonight. Damn it! His, his revenge game against the Cowboys. So yeah, no Des Bryant. Damn it! I hope it's a false positive, man. No, nah, it's a positive. Positive. You heard it here first. Breaking Damn it! News. Breaking news. <sighs> well, no Des Bryant tonight, but you still got to worry about Hollywood Brown. Uh, if. I think a lot they got a lot of guys back off the COVID list, so you got a, a lot of guys to really worry about. <clears throat> um, but looking forward to San Francisco. Uh, come tomorrow, that's what we need to. I mean, today we got to focus on what we did to Pittsburgh last night. We turned them from eleven and zero to eleven and uh oh. <laughs> so I'm good with that. <laughs> 
at this point, a little league team could beat the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> that day of shit hurt. Looking to see, yeah, I, every I think that's what everybody was looking forward to. You know, looking forward to him getting back. And I thought I just knew he was gonna get out against the Cowboys today. I just, I was like, I know it, I know it. Um, but we gotta we we gotta really dig our heels in these next four games. We're not looking past anybody. We got to look them straight down. So as of tomorrow, once 12 o'clock hits, we need to start preparing for the 49ers. Um, for those that just joined us, we're going to jump back a little bit because I see Keith in here. I, I think that's D'Angelo. I see my homegirl, Sharon. I know Sharon don't do basketball, but you're going to stay here for this, though. Uh D'Angelo's a, a Laker fan, so he's sitting on top of the world right now. Him and Big Jim, all the Laker nation sitting on top of the world. Keith, I know you did. What's your prediction for the Washington Wizards? Are y'all going to win over 50 games this year? What place are y'all going to finish? Come on, give me something. Oh, wow. Because mm. I, Now, I said it before. Uh, Washington, the Wizards are not going to win over 50 games. I say in, in a 43 to 45 and Keith says 45 too. They got a jail. They they missing if they can get some killer instinct it, it's going to be it's going to be dangerous. You know the champs is in the bill. Ah, come on, brother. <laughs> and y'all retooling for a dang on another run too. So looking out for uh the Lakers. But I'm definitely looking out for the Wizards. I want to see the Wizards do good this year. I really yeah, I think if the uh, oh sorry, um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I think if the Wizards um, really adjust to uh, Russell Westbrook, I think they can uh, really make a good team. I think they're gonna be a better rebounding team this year. Yeah, especially with Russell Westbrook. He yeah. always won that with double. Yeah, but now if he don't, even if he don't stat pad, I think they're still gonna be a better rebound because you got Robin Lopez, and I hope Robin Lopez makes this team coming out of camp because he brings a different dynamic. He's a true seven-footer. He can rebound. He can defend, but he can also shoot the three consistently. So, and then he ain't afraid to, he's not going to come down court and hang around the perimeter and just be like, I'm going to stay in here. No, nah, no. Nah. He going down in the paint and he going to bang with the trees because he's the biggest tree down there and ain't nobody going to outbang him. That's number one. Now, if it comes down to a rebound or he coming down on a break, he going to spot up for three, and he going to knock that down. You're going to see the three fingers. You're going to see him sip the tea. That's what it is. And then also that I want to – magical. It, it is. It's, it's, it's like unicorn piss and, and, and something else. But I want to see him and uh, G. Wiz go at it too. I want to see him uh, beat up G. Wiz again, see who wins the championship. But uh, I got high hopes for the Wizards. I got high hopes for my Bulls. Um, I'm not really happy about Billy Donovan – being our coach, but it is what it is. That's what management thought. So we'll see how that works. Um, as far as the Washington football team goes, I said it before. I'll say it again. We're not going to say the P word. We're not talking ship. None of that. We're going to take it how it go one game at a time. We're not looking past nobody. We're not looking back. Because we, 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 son, I'm sorry, last night was a litmus test. And I think we passed that litmus test. And I wanna I wanna shove boots so far in San Francisco's ass on Sunday that they tasting fucking shoelaces and and, and and shoe sole. And you absolutely right, Keith. One game at a time. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm focused, I'm focusing all this venom and this confidence on San Francisco. All right, Delante, catch up with you later, brother. I, I, that's how I feel. I'm focusing all this venom on them. And we shot up to 18 in the power rankings, yeah? I, you know what? I think that's going to change. If we can get another good win, that's going to change. We're going to be top 10 by the end of the season. Because right now, tell me who's a hotter team than us. Right now, I'm, I'm saying right now, I'm not being cocky. I'm not being arrogant. Name a hotter team, Dario. Than Washington football um, right now. I don't think I can. 
I might could give you Cleveland, maybe. The Saint, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Lady C. I don't know. The the Saints just find ways to win. They they just they 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 shifty. They find ways to win. So I got to give them respect. I got to give them respect. Cleveland, I, I I'll say yeah, I think Cleveland. But only reason why I say Cleveland because I was two years old. I said Cleveland was going to do something two years ago, and they did nothing. Ah uh, no, you know I'm not giving you the Chiefs. The Chiefs is, was hot anyway. They eleven and one, and they only lost to the Vegas Raiders. Speaking of which, the Raiders should be called the Savior franchise because that win that they had Sunday saved Greg Williams. Now he did call a zero blitz, and he basically called if you're Madden play, he called engage eight on a hail mary play, and. You put a track star one on one with a dang on uh with a um a cornerback touchdown. Greg Williams gets fired. Sharon, I was really happy to see the Steelers defense get shook up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was absolutely happy. I wish we could have ran the ball a little bit better, but one thing about the Steelers, and they they they, they admit it, they're one dimensional. They can't run the ball. So we didn't really have to blitz. We sending four, maybe five every once in a while on a delay. But we could send four, and we were getting home. But the ball was coming out so quick. So you had to drop seven in, in the coverage. I get that. Yeah, I noticed that uh, that they weren't really running. They were just throwing the ball almost uh, all the time. Yeah. And Pacquiao, you could say 11-1 and one leaders. Uh I I I'm I, I gotta find out if who's y'all common opponents with the Chiefs, but I don't know if y'all are number one anymore. But we'll find out. But y'all are eleven and oops. Remember that. Uh-oh. Remember that. We oh here the, here the excuses come. We were tired, no bye week, so yeah. This is this is football. I, I I'm, I'm gonna tell you like Xavier McDaniel said one time. This is a man's game. If you're not gonna play like a man, don't lace them up. I don't want no excuses. You lost. Take it as as what it is. And Keith, you right. Greg Williams is not like he used to be. Um, ever since that bounty gate, it's like he's lost a little bit of his fire because they. T- and I, I think he was unjustly uh, suspended for bounty gate because everything he said in those videos. If you kill the head, the body will die. That is things that I've heard pretty much my whole entire life when it comes to playing defense. You take out, basically, you take out the number one player. The rest of the fucking offense is done. It didn't say go out there and injure people. But if you take him out of the game, you take him out and by any means necessary. You take that how you want it. That is how football is played. But he hasn't been the same since that. He has not been the same. And here Pacquiao, but everybody had one. Oh, come on. Oh. Uh. Uh. I don't, I don't. See, you're making up excuses, Pacquiao. You're talking about everybody had a had a had a bye week. Y'all had a chance to take a bye week the first time against Tennessee. What did Tomlin say? We don't need one. We good. Let's roll. Let's run. Tomlin knew. And yeah, D'Angelo, that was a trap game. But they was looking passes. We good over here. When, like, hey, Keith, Cam Sims. Cam motherfucking Sims. That one-handed catch. What did, what did I say? Five catches, 95 yards, 92 yards? He almost had a, yeah, a game. But coming into this game, uh, don't start that Steeler Nation bullshit. <laughs> Coming into this game, I said this. I said, hey, they're going to take away Antonio Gibson. They're going to take away Terry McLaurin. Antonio Gibson hurt his toe. Fine. I'm hoping that he gets better. And he needs to be limited in practice for the rest of this week because hopefully it's just like a little sprain or something. You know, three, four days, he good. I'm hoping it's not turf toe because that lasts entirely too long. But 
I knew they were going to take away McLaurin. And what the hell happened? We went elsewhere. You went to Logan Thomas. You went to Cam Sims. You went to J.D. McKissick. Peyton Barber running hard. And I, I, I think that's going to be even worse if Antonio Gibson misses next game. I feel sorry for anybody that got to tackle Peyton Barber because the dude's a load to take down. Logan, Logan Thomas is a surprise. It, he he is a surprise. The thing is, I don't think I got to go back and listen to the show. I don't even think I had him on my fifty-three. I had Jeremy Sprinkle, Hell Henches. No, I did have Logan Thomas. It was Jeremy Sprinkle, Hell Henches, and Logan Thomas were my three. But I thought Sprinkle was going to be the starter. That that's what surprised the hell out of me because I thought Sprinkle was actually going to be the damn starter. But Logan Thomas, man. The number Man. one person that they went to. Yeah. Absolutely. And but this is something that I think flew under the radar last night. The way Alex Smith was getting rid of the ball. And he that pass that he threw to Cam Sims. He threw one to Steven Sims across the middle. And he kind of double pumped it and then let it go. And Sims dropped it. Oh my God. When Steven Sims dropped that pass, said, oh, man, we can't have a game like this. Because he would have had at least 20 to 25 yards. But the way he was putting the ball on the spot last night, I absolutely loved it. And Logan Thomas, his his run blocking, man, he blows you off the ball. But here's a play. And, uh, Dario, I'm sure you've seen this. When Logan Thomas – Caught it out in the flat. He put the brakes on, and the defender went by, and he took off up the sideline. When he oh, died, yeah, I definitely saw that. How in the hell did they not know that that was a first down? Every angle that Fox looked at it as, that was a first down. We got cheated out of a damn first down. Isaiah Wright over Sims. Mm, I can see it. But what's going to happen when Kelvin Harmon comes back? That's uh that's the question that I've been wondering because you got these guys, uh Dontrell Emmon, Isaiah Wright. Um when Gandy Golden is healthy and he can come back, we still got Kelvin Harmon, you still got McLaurin, you still got Sims, and then you got both Sims, so that's seven receivers. <sighs> Cam Sims is making a case for himself this season that he should be one of your top four receivers in the rotation. He, he And somebody said it today on the radio, he could be your possible number two. Because you, that's what we've been looking for is somebody to put on the other side of Scary Terry. Somebody they're going to be scared of. And it was a play in the red zone. And I've been talking about this. Now, Keith, I give him, I give Keith all the credit in the world because he put me on the Cam Sims. And I thought about it, and it, this is something that I fleshed out two years ago. I said what I wanted to see was Cam Sims, Jordan Reed, and somebody else. I wanted to see them in a bunch formation. And Cam Sims doing a fade route and just jumping over everybody. He's six foot four, six five. I mean, it, it, it's, 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 it's a no-brainer. And it happened last night. But he dropped the pass. And when are we going to see Bryce Love? Man, I don't think you're going to see Bryce Love this season. I'm going to tell you that now, Keith. Uh, Because he came off the injury report. And he was off of IR. And we didn't see him. And I'm like, all right, we're going to see him this week. We're going to see him this week. I want to see what he can do. You know, they were calling him. A pony back. You know, that's what they're calling the running backs we have in this system is the pony backs. That's why uh, Adrian Peterson didn't fit in. He was the odd man out because, he, you know, he can do those things. But the coaching staff didn't feel that he was uh, 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 he was up to it. He could do it. No, no, he didn't have COVID. It was uh, Matt Ioannidis and, um, boy, what's the boy name? It was another cat. Hold on, I tell you, it was Ionitis was one, and I, I, I'm like, I'm wondering why the hell, how the hell Ionitis got uh 
got COVID, but it was Ionitis, and I think it was a was he a linebacker? He's still on the team. Um, da 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 da. da. Gandy Golden Hole, Harmon. Of course, I can't figure out who it was, but it was. I think it was another player. And then also, you you say, uh, when we gonna see Bryce Love? I want to know when we gonna see Sadiq Charles. I want to see uh, um um. I wanted to see Thaddeus Moss. That's that's somebody else I had on this team too. Uh, Javon Lee. That was the, that was the guy. That the other guy. That was the uh, other player that had COVID nineteen. Was Javon Lee. Um, I want to see Sadiq Charles. I want to see what he can do at tackle. Uh, I think Garon Christian. I think this will be his last season in in, in DC. I I can't wait to see Reuben Foster. I wasn't high on him when they signed him, but he's been out of trouble. He's been working back to, from that devastating injury. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see him also. Now, Thaddeus Moss is on IR. He, um, he came back uh, through the practice squad and was uh, put on IR. That, that's who I really wanted to see. Uh, Speaking of which, we signed a quarterback today, and you know people on Twitter went went uh crazy. But Tyler Heineke, um, what they call him? Uh, uh, COVID nineteen quarterback. So we don't have the same situation that uh. That Denver had, which I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. And D'Angelo reporting from the sidelines. One half of the bar, might I add. Lamar just threw an interception. <laughs> Cowgirls might steal one. Yee. Who knows? I hope not. But we got two wins over them. That I mean, that's another reason to be excited about this season. We started out pretty well. We stumbled. We picked ourselves up, dust ourselves off. We've won three games in a row. Um, I feel absolutely confident about this team. And I feel like, I mean, even if this season doesn't result in a deep second season. I'm not gonna say the p word, but it, even if it doesn't result in that, I think I still think this is something to build on. So I feel real confident. Uh, this Ron Rivera hire is uh, turning out to look better and better. <laughs> so, uh, yes, the Giants' losses did did hurt. Um, hold on, y'all did what? So Haskins must have got let go. No, Haskins ain't going nowhere. Haskins not going anywhere. Uh, Ron Rivera already said about Haskins that he plans on work. He has the NFL arm, but he, he had to break him down to build him back up. It's something that we talk about on the WrestleManiacs. We have, uh, champions have been champions too long. You have to take the belt off of them and... You know, take him down to Pete. And I love you too, Pacquiao. You know, she got to go to bed. She got to work tomorrow. Some of us, you know, we, we get days off during the week. <laughs> but Haskins is not going anywhere. And the simple fact that Haskins is constantly running to um, pick up Alex Smith, I love it. And that's what I wanted him to do the last two years. When Alex come in the building... Alex Smith pull up at 5.30. At 5.30 and 30 seconds, I, I expect Dwayne Haskins to pull up. If Dwayne Haskins ain't already sitting out there waiting to go in the building with Alex Smith. That veteran tutelage. Because he's going to take over this team. May not be this year. 
It may not even be next year. But I think it could be in Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre type transition. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers. And I'm not saying Alex Smith is as good as Brett Favre. But I think it can be that type of transition and that type of teaching. What you say, Dario? Um, yeah, I, I really hope that um, we get to see more of Dwayne Haskins because I feel he has, like, a lot of potential and, you know, then, like, people give him credit for. And, you know, I really want him, you know, to be under someone who has been in the league for a while so they know everything or uh, know things that they can give the, that they can give him for advice. So I think Alex Smith uh, could um, – you know, possibly help or could help and uh, make Dwayne Haskins better. So, like, when he retires and Dwayne Haskins pick up, it's basically like uh, how Alex Smith never left. True indeed. I can agree with that. Because it's all about the tutelage. And politics, he tra- – wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Who are we talking about, D'Angelo? Are we talking about – Lamar, we talking about Dwayne Haskins being trash. Because Haskins is not trash. Haskins just needs the tutelage. He just needs tutoring. One thing he didn't, you know, he didn't know. He he didn't know certain things coming into this league. And I say this all the time. If I draft you, or if you're drafted by my organization, but I don't want you, how much time am I going to spend tutoring you if I don't want you? And I agree, Keith. Haskins hasn't played enough to be considered trash. Think about this. Last season, the Detroit game last season was a comeback win. He showed poise. He showed moxie. And that was under Bill Callahan. They rolled. But everybody got on him. Be, oh, well, he couldn't take the final snap. Case Keenum had to take the final snap because uh, he was in the stands taking selfies with fans. He had just let up. Fucking comeback, and y'all on a rookie quarterback about that? Come on, man. Maybe they just don't understand. And oh, wait, 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 D'Angelo. I understand you're a Packers fan. Aaron Rodgers is not the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not even the greatest quarterback in Packers history. That would belong to Mr. Bartlett Star, sir. Calm yourself down. But. Keith, going back to something that you said about Lamar, and this is the, the something that BJ and myself talked about. And is Lamar Lamar isn't great or is it just you? No, no, no. Lamar is great. Lamar, he's the reigning NFL MVP. But think about this. They got tape on Lamar now. Remember last year they didn't have really much tape. And he was killing people with his legs, his arms. He's making them look foolish. Everything. They got tape on them now. And you've had a whole summer to put in a game plan to say, this is how you stop Lamar Jackson. If you, excuse me, you keep him in between the tackles, boom, bang. You you can't do any. He's not going to do anything. Because if he gets out, he gets on a run. That's when he he stopped being one-dimensional because he gets out of the pocket. He don't have to run downfield, but you're like, oh, shoot, let me pull up. And then when you pull up to try to get him, he tossing the ball over your head. I don't yeah, think he can, do, he, can, he can almost do it all. You know, he can throw it. He can run it. You know, if, if he needs to run it, he, he's going to run it. True. Now, Keith, you say he's not the best passer, but here's the thing. With him, he reminds me – of RG3. And RG3 is his mentor. Everybody said RG3 wasn't the best passer. But RG3 was one of the most accurate passes for two years in a row. He completed over 65% of his passes. Under Shanahan at one point in time, he was completing over 70. Now he does overthrow a lot. And I, I guess in this day and age, maybe he's not getting the 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 the, the, the practice because, you know, when they shut down a facility, you can't practice like you're supposed to. But he's been doing it all season. It could be that slumping year. Remember, even though last year was a Super Bowl win for the Chiefs, remember everybody thought Pat Mahomes was just like garbage. And, you know, about beginning, middle of the season because he was messing up. He got hurt, came yeah. back, 
and he was steady. It may be that type of thing where it's like almost not quite a sophomore jinx, but it's just a little slump. Yeah, he probably has to just get into rhythm. Yeah. If you shut him down running, you can easily beat him. Well, if that's the case, why we ain't beat him early? Because he didn't run. He ran on us once. And we kept him in the pocket all day long until we knocked him out of the game. And, well, I don't even think we knocked him out of the game. I think they took him out of the game. But it was it was still a massacre. So I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But I don't think he's trash, though. He only had wait, I, I have to go back and look at that, but he only had that one big run. And I think that was like 58 yards. But he he, he I mean it's still bad, but he danced around and he 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 fucked us up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. He gave us the damn business. But honestly, let's uh run it down because we gotta get out of here. Dario. Yes. You joined me tonight. It's your first time out the gate. So let me put it to you this way. Let me ask you the, the closing thoughts so we can get out of here. Let's start with the Wizards. Do you see the Wizards making the playoffs this year? Um, I have high hopes, but I just hope that, you know, um, Russell Westbrook gets it together and, you know, works uh, on how, like, how his team plays. Then, um, you know, once I see – that he's doing good, then yeah, I, I, I think he can make. They can make the player playoffs. Okay. Now, here we go. We're not gonna say the p word, but looking at next week against the San Francisco 49ers in Arizona, do the Washington Football Team beat? The San Francisco, the five and seven Washington football team beat the Arizona. I'm sorry, the San Francisco 49ers, who are also five and seven. Um, I think if you know they do a little better in the first half, uh, like how they did in the second half against the um the the Steelers, then you know like they played through all game. Then I think they should they could uh beat them. You know. Okay. And Keith, you are absolutely right. It is possible. Um, I feel that after this win last night, oh any win down the street, down down the street, any win down the road is possible. I think it's possible to beat all four of our last four opponents. I really do. Um, Carson Wentz has already been benched in Philly, so we're gonna have to deal with Jalen Hurts. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts by the time we get to week 17. Um, and I've always said about Russell Wilson and, 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 and Jalen Hurts. Who is it? Those guys mirror each other. You know, both undersized but can still pass, can run. If we can beat those two guys, and I don't think it's back-to-back weeks. I think it's in two out of three weeks. We can beat Carolina. We got a shot. That's all I'm saying. But I, I, I still say we, we, we are a big dog in this fight because of the, 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 the NFC East being what it is this year. And, yes, Carson Wentz is a $128 million bench player. And they can't release him. They release him. That's $56 million on, on their cap. So you, you're going to be cap strapped. You, you stuck with him. I say yeah, you you're gonna have to use them soon. They're gonna have to use them because, uh, or not have to. They uh they should use them. You know, probably like if he trains a little more. You say what? Uh, I think they should use them. You know, like after a while. I'm not saying like immediately, but like Man, you might as well go ahead and shut Carson Wentz down, make it a QB competition. And Sh- Sharon. All the way from Louisiana with the confidence. Carolina will be a tough game, but they can pull it out. I, damn it. See, see that, that, that. When you got people like that in your corner that believe in your team, that's what I'm saying. Right there, right there, right there. I think we can beat Carolina. I think we can beat San Francisco. I think we can beat Seattle. I want to, I think we can beat the Eagles again. But when it comes to San Francisco, like I said before, I want to shove boot in their ass. So 
come Sunday, on a Sunday rise, you will hear me say these same sentiments. Let's walk a let's stomp a mud hole in their ass and walk the sun bitch dry. So Dario. Yes. Thank you for joining me tonight. Your first time. Eagles ain't gonna fly in my opinion. No, they not. They're done. And wait, before we get out of here, let me say this about the Eagles. The Eagles ain't been the same since Frank Wright left and went to Indianapolis. Frank Wright was the brainchild of that Eagles offense being so dominant. You let all the pieces go. Then you let the architect go. And then Doug Peterson, you know, you're supposed to be doing this. Doug Peterson is going to lose his job. I will say that. But let me get up out of here. Let Dario get up out of here. We got to go. Thank you for listening. You can also catch this on a replay. uh, Anchor FM, Spotify, everything. Links will be posted. And to those that think Anthony Lynn of the uh, L.A. Chargers should be fired, get a damn life and get your head out your ass. The man don't need to be fired. He ain't had a damn chance yet. So, Dario, thank you for joining me tonight. You, it was uh, great to be here. Uh, good. I mean, first time out the gate, how you feel? I'm feeling fine. Okay, that's good. That, that This is his first, very first podcast that he's been a part of. Uh, good to, to see the young bull out here with the old Turk. So with that being said, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here.